is John. I'm Joe. And this is Ubaldi Brief. Today we're going to talk about the situation that's going on in Minnesota at Brooklyn Center, Minnesota. Yes. So they uh, just arrested the officer who pulled out her gun instead of her taser and shot. Actually, I don't even know the guy's name, but... Dante. Okay. And right off the bat, they called it an accidental discharge or they were just really taking it, trying to take the heat off of what the situation happened. I think we should lead into what started this. The police officers in Brooklyn Center pulled over Dante Wright's car for the tags were expired. Upon them, they stopped him. They realized he had an outstanding warrant for a gun issue where he was waving a gun around. And then they found out that he didn't have a permit for that gun. And he had other run-ins with the law, like he fled the police at one time. He had some violence, I think, against a woman. So they were getting in the process of arresting him. He started to resist arrest in the process of them trying to arrest him. The female officer in question was supposed to grab her taser. She accidentally grabbed her firearm, fired it into the car, killing Dante. Okay, so let's minus the taser here. The gentleman gets apprehended. They're trying to arrest him. He gets in the car. He tries to flee. Is an officer, not even her, just is an officer in general authorized to pull out their gun and use deadly force in order to subdue the perpetrator? That's a difficult question for me to answer because I'm not a law enforcement officer. I trained in one. I know you, as far as I was told, you, you use enough force to mitigate the forces being applied back at you. So I don't, that would be something that we would like to see if we can get a police officer on this program to ask him, how does use of force work? And so I, mean, I really can't answer that question. And, but you made a good point is that had she been on the force one, maybe even two years, her mistaking her taser for her gun, especially in an elevated adrenaline pumping situation like that, probably could be understood. But she was on the force for how long? She was on the force for 20 years. Okay. Within those 20 years, she's had to have had certain situations like that come up. Well, I would just look at, because we were both in the military. I carried a sidearm and a rifle just like you did. But my sidearm was always on my right side. Now, I didn't carry a taser or anything like that. But after 20 years, all I know is, when I grab my sidearm, I'm right-handed, so I'm going to my right side. Go, using my left hand to fire something is a little awkward because I'm not left-handed. So I just think it, it's just it's going to be interesting. Forget all the hoopla and all the emotions. What type of training did she get? How often do they get training to use the taser instead of the firearm? How often do they train with them? And those are a lot of good questions that we should probably find somebody that we know who works with law enforcement or trains law enforcement to kind of talk in that about in depth. Looking at some of the body cam footage, she had her gun out and it was clearly indicated that was her gun. Taser, tasers usually have some kind of yellow or some kind of highlight to let you know the difference between correct and it was out for a few seconds for her i would think for her to realize hey this is not my taser and then could it just be like she felt remorse 
the minute she pulled that trigger and she just didn't know how to handle that kind of situation. Maybe I'm sure she felt remorse. No one wants to even know a police officer willfully wants to kill somebody, but it still goes back to how much training did she get in the use of taser? I think you're right. Most tasers are color coded or yellow or orange. So when you extend it, you realize, wait a minute, that's not my firearm. And I would think after 20 years being on the force, you've been in many different adrenaline pumping situations. This is where your training kicked in. We're not law enforcement, but we were in the Marines in Iraq. And I was obviously in Afghanistan and Iraq. Your training kicks in. So it's, I just can't, it's going to be a hard thing for her to see how 20 years on the force, how many, how much situational experience did you get? That's why they're going to look back at the training record. Yeah. So let's just go to the gentleman that was shot. What was his name again? Oh, Dante. Okay. We have to look at the, we have to look at black and white, how it's in front of us. Had he listened to the police and maybe just followed up on the warrant and then put his hands behind his back and go in the cop car and get shuffled off into the system to maybe fight or find out what's going on with this warrant. Had he not resisted, would he still be alive? He would be still alive. Now, the other point is, everybody's going to say that's immaterial, but the whole point is, and I'm not trying to excuse the police officer, but every one of these instances the perpetrator, the person who is either killed or wounded or subdued in a manner like that, all have criminal background. Yeah. Now his parents or his family want to make sure this guy is a good kid. In reality, that's in question because he was a high school dropout. He, they said he sold drugs. He had an illegal weapon. He's committed misdemeanor, felony things before. He evaded police. This isn't your good kid. No, but he still didn't need to die. No, I'm not saying that I'm not excusing this incident. Nobody deserves to die because they have a criminal background. I'm just, all I'm saying, when you dance with the devil, things can, bad things happen to you. Now, the police have to be responsible for how they come upon these. But when you, you resist, now you're forcing the police up to another level. So it's just, but the one thing that I don't like is when you have Kamala Harris, when you have, especially the progressive squad of Talib Alib, I think or not, Rashida Alib, Ocasio-Cortez saying this is systematic racism, this is state sponsor of murder, and we need to divert resource to more community activity. The problem I have with that, if you look at these communities like Brooklyn Center, I was just looking at their school district. I think it was Osceola, if I pronounced it right, Unified School District. African-American students are at the bottom of the achievement gap. So where's all this money going? I know these individuals talk about Black Lives Matter. Black Lives Matter. Why don't they get better educational resorts from these schools? These are run by by Democrats, run by progressive policies. So and, we need to uh, look at everything. So the, the mayor is a black man. Correct. The was it the city manager? Was was he black? No, I don't know. I don't know that. But he was fired because he called for due process. Yeah, he called for due process, and they questioned him on. He goes, "Listen, the officer deserves due process. Let the facts come out and let the process go." But they didn't want to hear that, and the mayor got an extraordinary order authority by the city council, and they fired the city manager. 
So is this just another, do you, do you, okay, we know how the media is making it look like. Was race at all involved? With, at this with point, that? we don't know. And I would say at this point, no, there's no indicator, indication that was race involved. As okay. much as people want to say he was killed because he was black, that's just inflaming the situation without any proof or evidence to back up that. It is. So it's not ever, it's so this and probably going all the way back to George Floyd, this is never about race. This is just about a lack of training when it comes to we need our to law. Find, was it a lack of training? We At this point, we don't know. We just know she used her firearm instead of her taser. So at this point, we need to know what, how much training did she get in the use of a taser? How often do they go and train in a situation where you could use your firearm or you could use your taser? Let's go to the taser. How often do they do that? How often do they train to distinguish one from the other? So, you know, that's a lot of questions that should be answered. And I'm pretty sure there's a lot more questions out there. And I know our listeners have a lot of questions. And how are they going to be able to do that, John? They can find us at UbaldiReports at gmail.com. That's UbaldiReports at gmail.com. Or they can go to Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter and type in Ubaldi Reports. Or if they go to Facebook, they can go to Ubaldi Reports group and check us out, leave a message, leave a comment. And also we started to do live streaming these podcasts. We're just trying to get the bugs out of it. So we're just bear with us on that. But Joe, why don't you tell our listeners what else are we going to be doing? Okay, so I really want to level with our listeners. I'm pretty sure you like you like the podcast. You guys wouldn't be listening to it if you didn't. And there's sometimes these podcasts lack something. You have two Marines here, and we want to just talk how Marines talk. And that includes a lot of cursing and a lot of opinions loosely based on the facts that we bring up around the country and about the administration. And we just kind of need a platform to express that. And that platform we're going to come out with, it's called Ubaldi Reports Declassified, where John and I are just going to hammer it out. And we're not really going to, you know, we're not going to be constricted to any like barriers where we're just trying to go like straight and narrow. We just want to just Go up tilt a little bit and just let everybody know how we feel about certain things that are going on right now. Please, everybody look out for that. It's just going to be like a dollar per episode. You're actually supporting us so John and I can actually get away from our day jobs and do this for everybody all the time. Everybody, keep listening and we will talk to you soon. Keep listening to you, Baldy Breed. Till next time, listen.